Hi there, and welcome to JK We Are Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am the magician master of this campaign, of this adventure. And what that means is I create this adventure. I help to mold it and enfold it in mystery and uh, excitement, but it is a a barren wasteland of nothingness without wonderful, creative, intelligent, dare I say, dashingly good-looking players and player characters to inhabit that world, and let's meet those folks now. Hello there, I'm Sebastian Kinder, and I play Eric Miller, musician, magician with a troubled past. It's still a problem, his family is still not able to remember him, but I'm sure we can make at least a few more impressions, especially if we manage to sink this one boat. I just want to sink <laughs> one boat in particular. Just one. Oh, I feel a lot of aggressions right there. Why would he want to sink <laughs> Leela's boat? That's not <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just got on a very good track with her. That's mean. Anyway, guys, uh, it's me, Lucas Fischer again, and I still play Jasper Casper, who is a human wizard from the non-magical world. And all that Jasper wants is try and find a place to belong, but I'm sure that we can help him. Oh, yeah, we will. We're, we're on it. We, first, we have to fight a little bit on the boat, but then we will help you. <laughs> I hope I, I become second. I, I want to be second in all this. We briefly life. interrupt this plot for a random uh, <laughs> mini game. <laughs> we can make it like the Jasper Casper show. <laughs> I'm so hey, alone. My name is Nadine Kuhn, and I, he is just talking over me. I cannot believe this. Okay, let's try it again. <laughs> My name is Nadine Kuhn and I play Sassley Marinator Spring, a pixie elf that accidentally created herself wings by experimenting with magic. And now Sassley is trying to make these wings work, but she's also trying to find the boy with the ukulele. <laughs> Her new dream. Her new goal. <laughs> I tell you, as soon as we meet someone with ukulele, Michael will make sure he's not going to look Anyway, how he was described. <laughs> I guess you guys will have to do a thorough investigation of all the musician magicians on campus. <laughs> I don't even know what she would do if she would find someone. She's like, I found him. And then she's like, okay. And that's it. I guess that's I think it. she'd just tackle him. <laughs> Is everybody ready for that four-part mini like series episode of trying to find the musician magician with the ukulele? <laughs> well, I hope they yeah. exist because because now I really want someone to to be like a ukulele magician. <laughs> He's the linchpin key character for season four. <laughs> for that, we need to reach season four at some point. <laughs> Folks, if you want to know who plays the ukulele, sponsor us on Patreon so that we can reach it season to reach season four. <laughs> you need that. No, please. Let, let us make us through week two before we even think about going to season. Now, speaking of, you know, our past few weeks of school, something that you all have come in contact with quite a lot are magical creatures. And that's because before we ever started playing on episode one, I did write a 
magical monster creature manual with like 50 creatures in it. I wrote that along with our, our item list and our handbook with all the rules. That was just something I was really interested in making. And it's been some of my favorite parts of the podcast so far. Our meeting all these magical creatures, it's been a ton of fun for me, hopefully a ton of fun for our players. And I'd love to ask you three right now, and maybe this is a question more for you than for your characters. Maybe, maybe it has the same answer. I'd love to know what are your favorite mythological or fantastical or fantasy creatures? What are, what are your favorite creatures? It doesn't have to be from our pantheon of creatures. It can be from anything. Uh, so what's, what's one creature that stands out in your mind? I, th I think I'm going to answer uh, two times, one time for Eric and one time for me, actually. Great. Twice the content, folks. Twice the content. <laughs> That's what you all want to hear. Um, for me, it's pretty easy. Uh, dragons. Yeah. Point mate. Uh, like, my, my family had so many statues of dragons or little figurines or books about dragons, stories with dragons. and. Heck, uh, we play pen and paper in my family for I don't even know how long. Mm -hmm. And dragons were always those those big, mysterious creatures that absolutely stuck with me. They're, they're the coolest. Every, every fantasy genre agrees <laughs> that dragons are, are the coolest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The coolest and most of the times uh, a few of the very, very difficult to beat because... <laughs> They are pretty smart mm -hmm. and always try to use something to their advantage. Eric, on the other hand, I think mythological creature that might be interesting for him are like sirens mm -hmm. and muses. Sure. I mean, Eric is a bit of a siren. Honestly, what you do with lead you need is is so similar, yeah, you know, to yeah, do what sirens exactly do. That. I mean, you haven't lured any sailors to their deaths. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's not coming. <laughs> May it stay like that. <laughs> no, I you know, Eric dreams of being of being great, of being a great musician. And he's halfway there. Yes. And how about you, Lucas? What's your favorite fantasy creature? My favorite well, I, I think about, you know, Jasper's favorite fantasy creature, and this is going to be some kind of niche, if you say so, because he, you know, read a lot of books like comic books and he also you know watched a little a lot of movies and one of his many favorite movies maybe because of his background or, or his like his um, drive in his life is the film spirited away which he saw as a child oh so cool um or as the germans know as chihiro's reise in sauberland and <laughs> then what he really um, felt connected to, which he can't explain why, is these little... Oh, I don't even know the English term, but the little when she was in the, balls, like in the, the machine area... Balls of... The little black... Yes, yes, these Ruslinge. It's I, so, so funny that you say that because I... I, I didn't even try to like hide it. I basically based the druid off of these little creatures. Yeah, but the druids are mean to Jasper, so he doesn't like them. He only, <laughs> he only likes the little helpful ones in the machinery. I mean, the druids glow purple and they have wings, but other than that, if you took away the wings and the purple glow, they would look just like those little creatures, which I think also appear in my neighbor Totoro as well. But yeah, because he was like in, impressed by, you know, since... 
Jasper is more of a family guy that these all these creatures work like together as one yeah. one thing. This is like the kind of solidarity that he's looking up to. Ah, uh, uh, nice away. Aww. Aww. Mm. That family man. I mean, let's call <laughs> it. <I. laughs> so personally, for me, I think. I like elves, all kinds of elves and fairies, because I, I like them in, in stories and movies. The funny versions, the beautiful, enchanting versions, I think they're very fascinating. And um, Sasley's favorite creature, I think, is a smash key tool, because those little... You can't believe that you what? brought this up, because this is the reason why I asked this question today, but oh, go no, on. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Nope. I didn't want to spoil Please it. Please go on. Please go <laughs> I on. I didn't even know it. <laughs> Because smash keaters, they have this wonderful thing that they can do when they're annoyed. They're like little, like they look a little bit like mosquitoes, just a little cuter. But when they're annoyed at someone, they can just fly very fast towards the person and turn into a hammer and hit them on the head. And then they fly away. And I think that is a fascinating thing that Sassley just appreciates. You know, I'm going to use this as a transition. It's very funny that this is Sassley's favorite <laughs> fantasy creature because it is a fantasy creature that Nadine Kuhn completely made up. Um, <laughs> it's a self-created fantasy creature. And it is one of the fantasy creatures that was in our poll, our contest, to see what fantasy creature Jasper would read about in his book that he would believe exists no matter what, <laughs> at least for the time being. And uh, I am proud to announce the results to this poll today. Lucas is <gasps> taking his pen and paper out. Let me get my pens. And the winner. Now we had we had three we had three options. Uh, there were Okulare, which. I didn't say who wrote them at first, but now I can say who wrote them. Okulare, which is a creature that was created by our own Sebastian Kinder. He's waving. You can't tell. Um, <laughs> which are these little spirits, basically, that live in the eyeglasses of eyeglass-wearing wizards and, and actually sap away their eyesight. Uh, not in like a dangerous way, but that's, that's what they live off of. Uh, and you can only know that they're there if you're... Um, eyeglasses randomly fog up so <laughs> it would have been very fun to see jasper freak out every time his eyeglasses fog up we also had <laughs> jelly toad toads uh which are fast moving toads that can crawl inside of your shoes and they uh try to eat your toes uh and i don't i don't i wrote these jelly toad toads that was that was what i wrote and our our final submission were the Smash Skeeto, as written by Nadine Kuhn, which are identical, literally, to mosquitoes in every way, except that they have the ability to fly right above your head, quickly turn into a hammer, bump you on the head, and then fly away. And this is the winner of our poll. Jasper does believe that Smash Skeetos <laughs> exist. <laughs> and apparently, sadly, too, because these are her favorite, like, magical creatures. <laughs> um, so you guys can decide Aww. if you two believe in Smash Skeetos or not, but Jasper definitely believes they exist. What is there not to believe about? <laughs> it's totally real. <laughs> I could start to list you the reasons, but we'll wait for when it happens. <laughs> so very happy to uh, announce those results another magical creature to add into our pantheon 
uh, our pantheon of magical creatures, which our characters, of course, have been working very hard to collect all sorts of materials from to use in their special item from Yazerva. There's a potion that they can... <clears throat> They can use, but they need materials from creatures to use it, and they've been collecting all kinds of all kinds of materials from creatures to use this potion, right, guys? Yes. Yeah, all kind, like all of them. Yeah, the scars from the beaks of the Elbridges. Yes, that's right. Elbridge scales, shelly coat shells, Rasselbach hair, ectoplasm from a ghost. Uh, let's see. What I feel like you guys ran into even more creatures than that. You basically have run into like more than one an episode. Oh, corn from the barley sow. What a coincidence! So many chances to get materials. So many materials walked right by. Uh, I have to give us at least something. We had root fuss. You used to have root fuss, <laughs> but we had it. Oh, didn't we use it to to? Get ourselves invisible? Yes, you did. It's yes. yes. <laughs> but today is a new day, and how exciting for all of us, because you're about to do a brand new class with Georg Arkanal, his potency class for today, a fun-filled day of inflatable magical boat fighting in Floaty Boaty Dompkamp, everyone's favorite team building exercise so i can't wait to see how you guys are going to handle this and i don't want to wait any longer so without much further ado let's begin this next episode of jk we're rolling last time on jk we're rolling Mildo had just walked into our common room to discover the bronze altar that we had uncovered the night before she was shocked but eventually agreed that we need to get the different blessings of the castle and collect them. She suggested that we first try to find the crystal, which Yezi had hinted might contain the other blue touchstone. So she handed it to me. Then we discussed, among other things, our need to investigate the other teachers at Neudrachenberg. Before long, we had to head to class with Georg Arkenau. On the way, Peggy Sheffin checked in with us and it seemed that Bumper covered for us. I mean, great move after all our adventures in the Urbaum. Lila and Eric, they exchanged some kind of notes successfully. And then we arrived at our class. An inflatable shoot 'em up boat race. This dragon boat is about to get fired up. Watch out, Brock Carter. So, there you are in the middle of this wide portion of the river, and Georg Arkanal's firework has just gone off to signal the beginning of the game. Now, before we start, I'm gonna let you know, because you guys can see exactly how everything is lined up. I'm gonna remind you of the order of the boats and who's in what boat. <clears throat> Furthest to the left, uh, which is the side that Georg Arkanal is standing on, by the way, that's the castle side of the river for the direction that you are facing, which is downriver. So furthest to the left is Leela Kleiner's Bear Shield group. They are in the unicorn. Next to them, you have a horse shield group. They're in a swan. Next to them, you have the uh, half giant uh, and his group of horse shielders. They are in the sea turtle. And now we get to the people who are closer to you. The next over to the right is the group of very nice <laughs> team-oriented wolf shielders, they're in a griffin. Then you three are in the dragon boat. Next to you 
is Brock Carter and his group of wolf shielders in a narwhal. And finally, furthest to the right, furthest away from the castle, are another group of bear shielders. They're in a little steamboat-shaped boat. <laughs> it's a boat-shaped boat. I know. Groundbreaking. <laughs> so, everybody is raring to go. You're getting death glares from uh, Mean Wolf Shield and thumbs up from Nice Wolf Shield. <laughs> and everybody is off. Now, uh, I will go ahead and tell you that there's basically two fields of war here. <laughs> war! I obviously will not be rolling all of these boats live this whole time. So I've pre-rolled a few of the other teams. So Leela Kleiner and the two horse shield groups are pretty far away from you, and they're mostly dealing with each other. We'll see if they kind of affect what you, what you guys are up to. And then uh, I will be rolling live for the two wolf shield groups that are on either side of you, and I've also pre-rolled for the bear shield group that is the furthest over, but I have pre-rolled them in a way that they may affect what you do, depending on how far you get on each turn. Georg Arkanel says, go! And this firework goes off. You have three stations that you can man. You don't have to always do all the stations, but there are consequences for not doing the propeller or for not steering. Uh, there's no consequence for not shooting the gun, but you can't, you cannot steer twice in one turn and you cannot propel twice in one turn, but you could choose not to steer or propel yourself and shoot twice in one turn if you wanted. Someone needs to be at the steering wheel to begin with, and to get this thing going, somebody needs to go to the motor, and somebody needs to head to the guns. So the goal is to just be f the fastest at the end, or shooting them all down? You can see a little further than 450 feet down the river, there is a large golden egg. Hey, just in time for Easter, just a little late for Easter. Um, there is a large golden egg. We are recording this like a few days after Easter, but it's not going to get released then. Like it um, comes out large... in summer and they're like, oh, what? I appreciate your effort, Michael. There is a large golden egg hanging in the middle and you want to be the first team to retrieve that golden egg. So the goal the goal is to get there first, but each boat only has four constitution, so uh, you also don't want to sink. You can expend 20 meters of movement to ram another boat as well. Yes? Yes? Yes. yes. That's it. Okay, where do you guys go? Who's going to the steering wheel? Who's going to the motor? And who is going to the guns? Speaking as a player? I have potency plus two. This is the one thing that you know, is that the propeller, the motor, will be a flat potency roll. And anyway, guys, I can't see anything with these glasses, so don't let me shoot. <laughs> I mean, I can steer if you want. I can surely steer. I will get us there. Sure, I will. Uh, in that case, it might be better if you propel. Well, whatever you like. Yeah. Jasper's running to the propeller. Yeah. Jasper, you see that for the propeller, it's this tube, kind of a bamboo-like tube that sticks out the back of the boat, but there are these clear rings around it, hard material. It's not quite glass, but it's glass-like. And you stick your wand, and it fits really snugly into this, and you'll be able to cast these elongated salvage logs, basically, uh, which will be used to propel the, the boat. 
Um, so you're not rolling salvage log, you're just rolling on your basic potency stat to do it. And based on how well you roll, you will go further. Okay, so that leaves the steering wheel and the guns. Let's let's be honest for one moment. I don't think even for a second that Cecily is going to steer. Not even Here's the for thing. a single Cecily second. Cecily is already walking to the guns. Okay, Cecily's running to to the guns. Every other boat has four guns. Your boat only has two, but the guns look a little bigger than the guns on any other boat. Hey, why do we just have two of these? But look, they're huge. <laughs> Every boat needs a good captain. So that leaves Eric to do the steering. Yes, I will do. Okay, now we'll roll <laughs> a bookishness roll, a group bookishness roll. Only one of you needs to roll and I'll roll for the other groups as well. Please, Jasper, make well, a roll. I guess it's Jasper. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to give it over to Sebastian, but... You have the highest bookishness of all of us. Yeah, Sebastian and I, we have a solid minus one. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to roll a million rolls here, so just give me one second. Okay, 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 okay. Let me roll. <laughs> um, guys... Well, I have a plus one on bookishness, so it's a two. <laughs> okay. What? It's a two. There you go. I'm just going to go ahead and write you here near the bottom of the list, if that's <laughs> all right. That's so kind of you. At least it wasn't my, my roll for the potency roll, so next one is going to be a 20. Maybe. It better is. It's okay, Jasper. I just shoot them all. I shoot them all. Shoot Brock Carter. Everything else is not important. <laughs> But guys, we need a name for our boat, because every good boat or ship has a name. That's true. How about we call it Mildred the Second? I hate it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I try to find Bob Carter. Easy to find. He's right next to you. Aim at him. <laughs> Just try to peg him. <laughs> With a roll of 15... Carter's wolf shield goes first in the narwhal, and they are so upset that you got the dragon, they immediately will go for a ramming attack. The narwhal's horn looks sharp. Lucient is steering, and uh, he goes, hi-ho, sailor, and uh, he rolls pretty darn well. He rolls a 16 to steer. Uh, he takes a 20-foot penalty, so you usually get 40 feet for an average steer, but he takes a 20-foot penalty, but he actually rolled really well and gets an additional 10 feet of movement, so he still gets to move 30 feet forward. Um, he will ram you all. Who's doing the motor will roll a constitution roll for your boat. Sounds lovely. Sounds lovely. Well, then it's a five. Okay, you have already lost your first constitution. Brock rolls normally, he gets 40 feet of movement, so together they get 70 feet of movement, and you see them jet out into the water. <laughs> so much to keep track of why I do this to myself. Brock is going to try to shoot you, rolls a natural one, just sprays water into the air. I'll get you next uh -huh, time. That's what you got. That's what you got. I'll show you what I got boo. next time. Boo, boo yourself. Your glasses look dumb. They, they look super cool. They have super powers. You will see. I will aim very well with them. <laughs> okay. And that is going to be the bear shield 
they are on the other side of you. That bear shield rolls really well. They get 80 feet of movement and rolled so well that they get a free ram. And who are they next to? Brock Carter's wolf shield. They will roll yes. to ram Brock Carter's wolf shield. <laughs> um, they succeed. Brock Carter will roll a... It's actually uh, Mallory. <laughs> they lose a constitution immediately as well. So uh, they have lost a constitution now. <laughs> yeah, wait for me to shoot. Wait for me to shoot. We are all going to sink. And now it's the wolf shield in the griffin's turn. They take off. We just want to have a great time today. There are a lot. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. They got one normal roll, but one very bad roll that lost them 60 feet of movement. So they moved forward 40 feet. But whoever <laughs> is manning the steering wheel on theirs gets the boat completely turned around. And they are at negative 20 feet of movement. Uh, truly one of the worst turns you could possibly have. Um, <laughs> but they're still super positive. <laughs> They're just having a good time. <laughs> Super positive. Uh, they're going to see if they can hit you with a water gun, but they're very far away. I'm going to get... No, they don't hit you at all. You see the water <laughs> in a different direction, and they're almost basically out of the battle now. It is your turn. Let me shoot. Let me shoot. Let me shoot. Sure. I'll get you closer before. <laughs> yeah, we're going to say all of this movement and stuff is happening at the same time, like... You know, it's all. Wow, wow, wow. I'm gonna. It doesn't matter your turn order. You can just decide on a turn order, and that's fine. Okay. Okay. Guys, movement first. Yeah, then I can see it a little better before I shoot. Thanks to these awesome glasses. Yes, we need revenge. So, Jasper, why don't you roll for the motor first just to see if you get some movement there? It's a 12. A 12 is normal movement, that's 40 feet of movement. That is good. And then Eric at the steering wheel. This is going to be a bookishness-based roll. Ah. <laughs> yes, steering, it takes a little more intelligence. Uh, so you're going to have to use your smarts to navigate in this river. Mm-hmm. The smarts. How far is Brockhart's ship away again? They did pretty good. They're 70 feet in. I mean, best is not, not let them get any further without us behind him. So uh, we'll not ram. If you are more than 40 feet ahead of them as well, they will no longer be able to ram you. I rolled now, and I rolled a uh, 16, now a 15. AKA 15 is not quite enough to get anything extra, but a normal roll. You guys get a full 80 feet of movement. Well done. Yes. Ah, that that's good, Eric. I can really, like, aim at him now. Please, just hit Brock Carter. <laughs> Don't aim at the face. <laughs> aim at the boat. Aim at his face. Yeah, he's in the boat. It might affect the boat. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a spryness-based roll to use the guns, Sassley. But spryness and physical attack, or is it spryness? It is a base. These are all base rolls. Yeah, I still have a plus one. I still have a plus one to spryness. Oh, yeah, that's great. All right, Brock Carter. Take this. It's a five. Okay. Five does not <laughs> does not work these guns. So what happens is Sassley runs up and she's like, <laughs> and the power from this gun actually knocks you off your feet and you bounce across the inflatable boat to the other side. 
Sorry, guys. It's the glasses. It's the glasses. I couldn't quite see, but now I cleaned them. Are you all right? I'm all right. I'm all right, please. But but I like that Cecily's battle cry sounds like a kobold. It's very... <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can, I'll tell you now that the number you need to get to fire off your weapons is pretty high. Um, for most boats, it's a 12. For you, it's a 15. It, it's three values higher um, but if you hit somebody, it's five values higher for them to survive. So it's a good trade-off, but it is it is a hard weapon to use. So that's your turn. You did really great. You moved 80 feet. You are currently tied with this bear shield in the steamboat. You are far, far, far ahead of Nice Wolf Shield. They're behind. They're they're 100 feet behind you already, but they are hugging each other. <laughs> Aww. Hey guys, just because we got out early, it doesn't mean that we should value each other or ourselves any less. That's right. <laughs> um, and that will be Brock Carter's turn once more. They see that you are ahead of them and they have daggers in their eyes and you see that once again, Lucian's is going to try to ram you. He's going to expend 20 feet of movement to do that. He gets a normal roll, uh, so he can only move 20 feet. Mallory will also get a normal roll, so that's 60 feet of movement total for them. And Brock once more is like, take this nature spring, this is how you use a gun. Gets a natural 20. Oh, oh that's- <laughs> I'm gonna call that a brutal hit from him, uh, so you'll need a 15 or higher to survive that defense hit, which is rolled by Jasper. Oh, guys, can I get to the steering wheel? Oh, God, I had a 16. <laughs> it's a 16. It's a 16. A 16. Yes! It's a 16, Survival. guys. Yes! <laughs> very nice. Okay, very good. Next is Bear Shield and the Steamboat. You see them glide up really far again they're still they're doing really good i'm gonna tell you they they rolled really well um when i test rolled them they roll up uh higher but they they don't ram or anything let's see i will see if they can hit with their gun they don't hit with their gun uh but they're they're taking a strong lead and i'm gonna do one more roll for the wolf shield and the griffin <laughs> just to see if they magically if if they get two really good rolls <laughs> they rolled two threes they failed their steering and their potency you see them jet backwards down the river 80 feet they are fully out of the battle uh, <laughs> they never even entered they're like going on their own adventure they're just yeah fully on their own adventure guys did you see that huge tree in the distance um and they <laughs> That you see them just already starting to paddle their boat over to the side. Garrick Arcanal is calling them over. He doesn't want them getting too far away from the rest of the class. Come back! Come back! Uh, and they're out. Uh, and it is your turn once more. First of all, let's see how far we, I can get you. Oh, it's a 19 plus 2. Oh. A 19 plus 2. 19 plus 2 Ooh. is a great roll. Uh, okay, you're steering. You are unrammable for the next turn, and you can ram this turn with no penalty. <gasps> Let's go! <laughs> so, there you go. Kartra! <laughs> 
You see there is a small naval battle going off on the other side of you between uh, the unicorn, the swan, and the sea turtle, by the way. You see the sea turtle try to ram the swan. The swan's wings open up, and it flies over the sea turtle as the sea turtle tries to ram it. This was also the griffin's power. They have the ability to avoid rams, flies over them, but Leela's group in a unicorn comes up from behind and pops their inflatable swan. Uh, You see that the swan had taken an early lead and these two had decided to gang up uh, with each other against the swan. uh, And Leela's unicorn's horn was too much for it. The swan is out of the battle, but you see that Leela and her unicorn and uh, the horse shield uh, led by the half giant and the sea turtle are still duking it out. I'm sorry. Okay, that's what's happening over there. Your turn. We have the ramming opportunity. We are going to ram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done deal. <laughs> it's a it's a done deal. It's it's easy. And I think I can work with that. It's a, a 19, now an 18. An 18, you get an additional 10 feet of movement with that roll. So all together, you have moved a very, 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 very good round for you. Uh, that is 40 feet plus 50 feet, 90 feet good. into the distance. Um, and you get a free ram as well. Brock Carter will roll a five and fail. That. I'm sorry, it's not Brock. It is uh, Mallory. Mallory. Mallory, thank you. But no chance. You rolled a 19. No chance that she avoids it. Mallory Grunsteel is like, get off my tail! Never! She doesn't talk like that. Mallory Grunsteel is like, oh my god, just leave me alone. Like, honestly, I'm just trying to make this happen here for myself. Like, I'm doing this for me and not for you. This is the revenge for the bunny tie. <laughs> Bonk! <laughs> um, but they lose another constitution. You sail into the future. Da-da-da-da-da. You are already one third through this. You are in the lead. Well done. And we are back to the top of the order. Wolf Shield sees. Wait, wait. Oh, no, I'm Sassy so sorry. Sassily, the guns. <laughs> All right, I was already waiting for it. I just put myself in a nice little position and I, I just fixed my glasses. I'm a little in shock that that beautiful flying swan is dying, but here I come, Brock Carter. <laughs> and Sassily, you can target the bear shielders in the boat or Wolf Shield. Bear shielders in the boat have full health and are ahead of Wolf Shield. Just so you know. Well, you don't have to ask Sassly, but as a player, ooh. It's, it's up to you. Sassly attacks Brock Carter. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> now take this, Brock Carter. It is a 17. A 17. Ooh. Yeah. It's a brutal hit. And I'll let Brock Carter make this, this roll because he's manning his guns against you. <laughs> let me find my Brock Carter dice. I'm using my new <laughs> dice for Brock Carter today. And he rolls a six. <laughs> Absolutely not. That is his third loss of constitution. Their boat is starting to drip in the middle, like down into the water. <laughs> and they're like, hold on, guys. It looks like we're going down. I'm doing the best that I can. Oh, my God. I just If you guys get my hair wet, I'm going to be so mad. I hope you guys can swim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now it's back to Wolf Shield's turn, and we're just going to roll for their movement first. We'll see how they do. Um, that is a failure on the motor. They only get 20 movement, 20 feet of movement with that. They get 
plus 10 feet with their steering, though. Uh, they're doing a very good job with the steering. So, uh, well done, Lucian. All together, that will be 70 feet of movement for them. The Bear Shield team goes next. They, they succeed on one of their rolls, but fail on one of the others. They get zero movement this turn but they do use the opportunity to ram Brock Carter as he passes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's good. They do very, very badly with ramming. They, they don't manage to hit him, but uh, there they are. They're, they're, they're kind of stalling in the back a little bit. You've pulled ahead in this moment. You see that Leela and the sea turtle are starting to float closer towards you because we're starting to get to having only a few boats in the battle. And as you enter the second third of this, you hear a familiar sound beneath you. Oh, no. And the water seems to bubble around you. Oh, no. Oh, you oh, hear no. the sound of a childlike laughter oh. that you heard once before in the Urbaum as... No. Oh, no. It's Shelly A gaggle of Shelly Coats comes up, sharp shells blazing, and they want to play. You will have to roll a luck roll to see if you encounter Shelly Coats while you're in this part of the race. And uh, that will start at the beginning of everyone's turn. This affects not just you, but everybody on the field. And <laughs> you can use your guns to blast the Shelly Coats away instead of aiming at your partners. Um, but if you don't blast them away, you will have to roll a constitution dice. So, Eric. Yes. You're in steering. Why don't you roll to see if you encounter Shelly Coats? It's a pure luck roll, yeah? It's a pure luck roll. All of my rolls are pure luck rolls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going down! You're going down! <laughs> they can copy little things that they hear. Oh, Michael, that is intense. <laughs> He's in his zone. Can they also copy Sassley's voice? Oh, you're going, you're going down. Look at me here. I hereby proudly proclaim that I rolled a one. Oh, oh. No. Oh, no. oh, no. Oh, you hate to see it, but you, but you love to see it. <laughs> yes, I love to see it, actually. Okay, so there is a Shelly coat that is right in front of your boat. Uh, and you're going to have to try to shoot it down or roll a constitution roll on your turn. Jasper, tell me how we do with your motor roll. Give me a potency roll. Let's go with <laughs> a one plus two. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, that's a failure. You only get half movement this turn, so just 20 feet of movement. Ah, no problem. Please let me steer well at least. <laughs> okay. I'm steering well. I rolled a 20. Oh, okay. A 20 minus one, right? So a 19? 20 minus one, so 19, but the 20 is rolled. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not doing... I'm not giving you guys natural ones for these, but I'm also not giving you... No, no, no. Net 20s. I'm just taking the total. Yes. But with a 19, you still get plus 10 feet of movement. So you don't get the full 80 feet this turn, but you get 70 feet. Not bad. Whew, whew. The, the dice has humor. I like you. Sassly, shoot it off. All right, I'm on it. Putting my glasses right back on. Putting them right in the right position. I got them. I see the shelly coats right in front of me. Ah, shoot. Yeah. Boom. With an 11. Mm -hmm. Okay, 11 doesn't quite make it this time. So, unfortunately, it's going to be a constitution roll. I guess it was the right direction, guys. <laughs> but I couldn't decide which one to choose. And then I just 
chugged right in the middle. Sassley, why don't you do the constitution roll for uh, the Shelly Coats since you weren't able to shoot it down? It's a one. It's a one. Okay, you Oof. lose your second constitution so far. But guys, it's fine. I also have to say this. The floor here is really slippery. It's really slippery. With big feet like this, I just can't really quite get the grip, you know? It's it's all right, Cecily. Yeah. The good news is that y'all are pretty far ahead of everyone else right now. And you might the have... The good news is, guys, we're pretty far ahead right now, right? <laughs> I mean, that is on the, on the good side, right? Yes. I mean, look how far these guys are. And Jesper is pointing towards the wrong direction. <laughs> You're pointing <Yeah>. at Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Look how far, Look how far away these ugly and unfriendly <laughs> guys are. I hope you're not pointing towards me, Jasper. Well, I hope you're not the one I'm pointing to. It is. Guys, you're right next to each other. It is. Come on. Let's shoot someone else. <laughs> I'm just not looking. Guys, stop pointing. Pointing is rude. Um, okay, Wolf Shield uh, is going to come in. They roll to see if they meet a... Shelly Coat, they fail that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and see if Brock Carter can shoot it down. Go, Brock. Can you? He cannot. They will roll another constitution roll. Please, please, please. They fail it. You see. <laughs> yes! You see, like, yes! you guys had one Shelly Coat, but you see three Shelly Coats come up around their boat because they are just talking to each other so much. They're, like, arguing all the time, and they're like, I'm just doing my best. Come on, guys, you have to do better. Oh, no, my hair. And then they just, like, the boat is is cut into little smithereens, all this inflatable boat, as it starts to sink into the ground. And uh, you see on a smaller inflatable boat, uh, Georg Arkanal is coming on. He's, like, in a little speedboat uh, using his potency to, <laughs> to power the speedboat along. <laughs> he picks them up in their boat, like a little rescue boat, and, you know, pulls them off to the side. So they are out of the battle. Everything we needed to do is done. Yes. It doesn't matter what happens now. The main... <laughs> <True>. <laughs> so you just have this bear shield team on the other side of you. They're at full health. They've lost no health, but they're pretty far behind you at this point. And on the other side of you, you see Leela's group and the unicorn and the sea turtle group keeping pretty good pace with you. And that is going to be... Uh, speaking of having full health, let's see if the these bear shielders run into any shelly coats. Uh, they do not. <laughs> On their turn, you see that they manage to get really far up. They roll really well, speed up to about 220 feet into the course. You guys are about 240 feet. You're a little ahead of them still. But they manage to bounce into the back of your boat because they got a free ram this turn because they rolled so well. And with no narwhal in between you, you are now in direct competition with them. So they ram into the back of you. It'll be a 17. Oh. That's going to definitely manage to hit you. Jasper, roll a roll a defense roll. Constitution roll. Oh, it's a... Well, it's a 14. I hope it's enough. That is enough. Yes. Oh, I didn't listen to what you said. You still you still have two constitution left and you're in the lead. Going very well. Okay. So Paddock. It's your turn once more. Roll of to see if there's a Shelly coat. Eric. Me again? Yeah. Okay. You can see the swarm of Shelly coats does end in the future. A seventeen? 
17 is good. No Shelly coats in your way. Very good, very good, very good. Free and clear. And I said, I feel like I'm ready to hit them now. <laughs> okay, so Jasper, how does your potency roll do? Uh, it's an 11. It's an 11. Uh, that's a good normal roll. You get 40 feet of movement. Can I can Yay. can I turn around and I, I pull off my glasses for a second and then I yes. um, look at Bear Shield and I'm like I'm doing like <laughs> <laughs> Hey, come on! Don't don't be like that. He's really making the propeller, you know? He's even making the sound. <laughs> <laughs> and just, Bear Shield in response makes a sound like an electric motor. <laughs> <laughs> How's that sound to you? Mm. It's like, I don't get it. <laughs> Sounds absolutely fair. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, I hope there's going to be a class in the future doing motor impressions. Sounds like a razor <laughs> that my dad used to use every now and then. To be honest, sounds like something Luis Folivre would be tempted to do. <laughs> <laughs> guys, what? Guys, what am I? <laughs> Come on, guys, what am I? <laughs> <laughs> Annoying. So how does the steering go? Uh, the steering is a 13. 13. So two normal movements. Uh, you guys move 80 feet into the distance. And uh, Sassley is manning the guns. Sassley, at this point, you have a turtle to your left and a steamboat to your right. Turtle is just slightly ahead of you. Steamboat's a little behind. Seems like they're both kind of at full health. These are the two very sturdy-looking boats, but luckily you have a very powerful gun. Guys, I have two guns. Shall I try to point one to the right and one to the left? <laughs> I feel like powerful. I feel that's, that could work. If, if someone can do it, you can do it, Cecily. Oh, thank you. If someone is able to shoot two cannons at the same time, it's you. Guys, I feel like we get along so much better every day. <laughs> I'm frightened. I know you are. It is a 13. Oh, a 13 is good. 13 is solid. Oh, but you need a 15, right? Uh. Okay, once once again, uh, it's powerful, um, <laughs> but you're not quite able to hit anything. The problem is my arms are too short. I cannot reach both sides at the same time. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> well, seriously, after your very emotional speech, maybe focus on one cannon again. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really moving. Okay, good job. You see at this point that the bear shields on on in the steamboat actually have a bad round and move 10 feet backwards. This is actually what I rolled for them when I pre-rolled their game. Yes. Yes, they rolled they rolled 5 feet backwards, but they will shoot their guns at you with a natural 20. That's not good. So they definitely managed to hit. I I let Brock roll your defense roll, so this can be you, Sassley. All right. 19. Ooh. Oh, yes! Yes! <laughs> oh. You yeah. already had one hit. You needed a 13. A oh, 19 will do it. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. What? Uh, I mean, wow. Okay. Wow. Every time Brock is involved, Sassy is giving it her, giving her all. Yeah. She's giving her best. <laughs> <laughs> I, I even bet that. That Brock is in the water and he's looking at you and he's like, oh, kind of impressive, kind of impressive. <laughs> Seeing her in full action. Yeah, so I'm going to say that you, like, they shoot their gun at you and they're they're starting to get really far behind you. And you turn the gun and you push, fire off your water. It meets it midair. 
so that it just doesn't do yeah. anything. Take this, isn't that powerful? It is. <laughs> oh no, can you hear it? The power is starting to creep into her head. I could do this all day, guys. I could do this all day. We know, Cecily, we know. Maybe I should also try hip and treat now. <laughs> I'll think about it. Okay. Uh, at this point, you have entered a new part of the course. You're in the last third. And here, you see these poles that also have these clear glass-looking rings around them. And Jasper, what you've seen as you've been firing your potency into the motor of this boat is that as you pour magical energy into it, these rings light up and they kind of form a, a little barrier around this rod and you can see them extending the magic of your spell. And you can tell that these rings might do something similar. And you see Georg Arkanal, who's in his little, you know, safety speedboat off to the side, starts throwing random spells at these rods, and they get caught between the two rods. So you will drive through these spells, which are being sustained magically in air, and they, you will roll a d4 to determine what spell you manage to go through. So it's kind of like a, kind of like a magic net <laughs> that you, your boat will go through. It's like an item box from Mario Kart. It is, it is basically Mario Kart. Yes. <laughs> For random is fair. Every, every 40 meters you see there's uh, two poles. So there's three sets of poles in front of you. That will be the turtle has started to drift behind slightly, and Leela Kleiner's group of bear shields is edging in. This is just actually what I rolled, uh, and they, they didn't really have to use their unicorn horn. They're, they just rolled better, and they're pulling out ahead. So as these groups start to converge as the final three groups, you've got bear shields to your right, bear shields to your left, and you in the middle. <laughs> awesome. That's gonna be uh, Leela Kleiner's group's turn. I'm actually gonna roll for them live because I pre-rolled them uh, in, a, in, a, in a different, I, I pre-rolled them thinking there would be a griffin in the way, but there isn't. <laughs> uh, so uh, they're now interacting with you directly and we'll pick up here. They're slightly behind you at 300 meters in. You are at 320, and the other bear shield team is pretty far behind you at 210 meters. But we'll see if they can catch up. Hopefully not. So, Leela's steering. Uh, she rolls a normal steer. Uh, you've got uh, Tylo. He gets a, a normal potency roll. So they move 80 feet forward, and they're doing a pretty balanced game here. They're gonna fire their gun at you. This is Newton on the gun. Uh, he fails his gun roll. <laughs> Looks like they don't wanna, they didn't decide to ram you even though they have a unicorn. Maybe they don't feel too good about attacking you. Hey, hey guys, it's us. And Zess is like, Newton, you have to do it like this. Look, I did it. I did it so strong earlier. I'm trying, Sassley, but I don't have your magic fingers. That is true. That is really true. <laughs> But you, you don't do bad, guys. You don't do bad. Keep up the good work. Thanks a billion. 
Okay, and uh, let's see. The other bear shield group manages to shoot up with a really great roll. And they pull up to where uh, Leela's group just was at 300 feet. So they're not quite out yet. And you see that they did run into some Shelly coats. And oh. uh, because they were still in the Shelly coat area and they lost two constitution. So they do Oof. have some damage on them. Leela's group only lost one constitution. So you are the most heavily damaged group at this moment. Switching to my permanent pen now that we're in the final stretch. Things are getting serious now. Eric, I think we have to stop sparing your girlfriend. <laughs> I think it is time <laughs> to blast them away. Pardon what? But Cecily, we had breakfast with them. We ate Nutella board here. We can't just... But we need the crystal bearer point. Remember, we have to solve this. We have this altar. We have the tear. How can we even put anything together? We, may, we have to may, get this may point. I, may I remember you that we had classes where we got those crystal points for multiple teams? Oh, you think we can just lean back? No, not lean back, but we could reach the egg together. And Jasper leans to Cecily. Oh. She's like, Cecily, remember that Leela's, Leela's father wants to kill him. All <laughs> right, oh, right. right. <laughs> Yeah, we cannot harm his daughter. That is correct. That is correct. No, you're right. You're right, yeah. Eric. We will, we will try to not hurt or kill anyone. What a good idea. That is... Especially the latter part is quite reassuring. Thank you. All right. Then let's hit the other bear shield boat. <laughs> okay. Well, it is your turn. So this is fun. <laughs> Leela's team is in the lead at 380 meters. You see that they've already run through their first spell. They, ooh, they get plus three to their motor on their next attack as a giant Mufta Lufta puts a giant gust of wind at their back. So they'll be able to roll a little better on their motor skills next turn. The other bear shield team, oh man, haven't quite made it to the final third of the stretch yet. Uh, and it's your turn. You are exactly on the line at 320 meters of the last third of the race. And it's up to you, Jasper. Mm, there we go. And it is a four. I'm sorry, guys. A four is a failure that's half movement. Forgive me. I present you an 18. An 18. I want to steer, not to ramp. Okay, that will be plus 10 feet. So between the two of you, that will be a total of 70 feet of movement. Almost a normal, almost a normal one. And you go through your first spell. You pass through this webbing of magic between these two poles in the water. Uh, and you can decide someone roll a D4. One of you two? Hey guys, I never, I, I, I can't remember you uh, using that one. Please okay. use it. Oh, I, we did for the glasses. We did for the glasses. Don't let me lie. <laughs> I love D4. I use D4 as often as I can. After the, the two I, I rolled or the four, I want to make, make it up to you. <laughs> it's a two again. It is a two. Okay. You stay true to yourself. Ah! So you pass through this spell and you notice that your boat... <laughs> 
begins to expand to 30% its size. You've passed through a giant Forgrussen, which is a field mage spell. You are 30% bigger. You have plus three if you choose to ram somebody, but anybody who targets you with a ram or a uh, gun blast will have plus two because you're a much bigger target right now. Hmm. So that's the unicorn's turn. Um. Does Sassly want to shoot oh, God, someone? I'm so sorry, Sassly. I do it every time. Sassly, you have you have big guns and you deserve to use them. So who is in danger to win? Um, Leela Kleiner's group is in is in the lead right now. Can we both win the Crystal Barrel Point? No, but you can both get the special item reward. He said there's a special item reward that the top two teams get. Crystal Barrel Point only goes to the top team. Sorry, Eric. I think I should shoot Leela. It's fine. Go ahead. I trust you. I will not hurt her, I guess. I hope so. It's a 13. The gun doesn't quite work, unfortunately. You fire, but they're they're pretty far away. They're kind of doing their own thing, and you're not quite able to get them. Then the bear shield and the uh, other boats are coming up behind here. Uh, looks like we're not going to win, but uh, guys, I think if we... If we if we just stick to it, uh, we can take down the shield list. They win literally every class, you know. Let somebody else have a turn. So that's what I have to say about it. <laughs> they get a normal roll on their motor. They get a 18 on steering, which gives them plus 10 feet. They move 90 feet into the next part of the course, exactly tied with you. Hmm. Getting close, getting close. They didn't decide to ram this turn. That's reassuring. Uh, no, they want to pull ahead. Like at this point, everybody's trying to get to that uh, thing. Although you guys would be pretty easy to kill at this point, but they are going to try to shoot you with <clears> their <throat> gun. <laughs> right. Uh, nobody can seem to make these guns work. It's not a super, it's so funny because uh, like Lichtus Bictus is a 12 and you guys always do that, but they rolled a one on their gun roll and the guns don't even, <laughs> don't even work for them. So you guys are really in the final stretch now. The next turn or two could decide who wins. And uh, it is Leela's group's turn first. So first a motor roll for them. With a 16, they get an additional 10 feet of movement. Oh, it looks like they might win this, but let's see. That was Tylo. Oh man, I'm feeling it. I'm at one with the potency, guys. I can feel it. I'm the potency, man. He is the I boat. I am the boat. Lila's trying to steer. She gets a normal steering roll. They move 90 feet into the distance. Please don't be enough. No. It's not enough. It's not enough. Oh. They are 10 feet away from the finish line. Oh my. But oh they my. still have to retrieve the egg afterwards. That is your turn now. Okay. Well, Jasper, give us some juice. I am the boat too. I am potency too. With the 19 plus two. Oh, yeah. that is Slap. no one can ram you and you get a free ram this turn when you get over a 20 total. So you can ram somebody for free if you want to try to ram Leela's group, you can. Uh, or you can ram the, the other bear shielders who are tied with you. Let's see what we can do to <laughs> Leela's boat. I would like to ram. Okay, perfect. It's 15 for steering. 15 is a normal uh, roll. So you're moving 80. It. Oh, you were just ahead of them, weren't you? I think the last time we were a bit of ahead. Yeah. You were, you were 10 
Oh, that is really exciting. You were 10 feet ahead. Now they rolled 90, you rolled 80. You are exactly tied with Leela Clamp's <gasps> group. And they look oh, over no. at you and Leela goes, no hard feelings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Never. Oh, you. Oh, sorry. You also got a free ram with that. Who did you ram, Leela Kleiner? Well, yeah. <laughs> but it was a friendly okay. ram. Like we are, we are, we are both ram. buddies. Just a little nudge, nudge. Um, I mean, they actually roll a seventeen. But what did you roll for? Uh... Oh, you rolled a fifteen. You rolled a fifteen for the steering the fifteen. But if we get plus three. Oh, you have the plus three to ram. Yeah. Yeah. That's 18 in that case. I'm so glad that one of us is keeping track of all this. I'm just like rolling and say what the number is. And then Michael says what happened. I even like, forget that I can roll. And then he's like, you can roll. And I'm like, yes, and I will. <laughs> I'm going to say, though, that Leela's uh, group, you got plus three to, to the ram, but they still survived their constitution roll. So, you know, it was a good... A good try. If you'd been able to make them lose two constitution in one turn, it could have really changed the tide of the battle. But Sassly, it's it's all you. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. No worries. No hard feelings. So Sassly is actually, tr she's thinking about it, and then she tries to move around. And while she does that, she accidentally, like, shoots and fires the guns, and it's a seven. Yeah. She's like... I'm sorry. A 17? Are you, you're aiming at Leela? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you're trying to shoot the other team behind you, but these guns are so huge. And I turn around. <laughs> it just gives a big spray of water and it thunders into Leela. I don't think there's any way. This is a brutal hit. They'd already been hit once. They would have needed a 13. When you hit them with a brutal hit, they need a 15. They roll a six. They fail and they get a second constitution loss, mm -hmm. making them tied with you. You also have lost two constitution. And so has the other bear shield. Sorry, Leela. <laughs> hey, are you guys okay? We're doing fine. Sassly, I tip my invisible hat to you. Thank you, Newton. You have to see, like, you know, it's hard to turn them around, but when you shoot them, you shoot them. You see? Oh, I, I get it. That's a lot of firepower you're working with there. I, I do understand that. Look, I can show you again. Hold <laughs> on. Uh, please don't do that. Please don't do that. And that's going to be bear shields turned on the other side. Come on, guys. We we got to, you know, Leela's group wins everything that the shieldless don't don't win. And, and I feel like we, we're not getting featured very well as new students. And we really need to, to, to prove to everybody that, that this is our moment, too. You know, we're not just some random characters here in the background. We have our own stories to tell. And like, for instance, last year I was. And even like, even like, just by his life. It's going through a hard time. Oh, please just roll already. <laughs> okay. And he rolls. He sounds like a frog that lives in the neighborhood, but I don't remember his name. Yes, yeah, like Kermit. They roll. Oh, no, no. They roll a 12, but then they roll a 4 on their steering, uh, <laughs> which I believe loses them a 1. You guys never rolled bad on steering, which is good, because uh, that's where you actually lose movement. Oh, they lose. 10 feet of movement this turn. Uh, they got 40, but they lost 50. They rolled very high on the D6. So uh, they move backwards and they're out. And this is, I rolled this all completely naturally. <laughs> Once more, it has naturally ended up being you and Leela's group in the final against each other, tied exactly in the same spot. And it's Leela's group's turn, I believe. Mm. Yeah, they're a little bit faster than us. Because I rolled a one. We are fine. 
here they go. I mean, they could also manage to move backwards. Uh, it's any, it's still anybody's game. So let's see if they can move the last 10 feet to reach the actual golden egg hanging there in the middle of the river. Tylo gives a big blast. Regular roll, 16. That's going to be 40 feet of movement. But if, if Leela ducks the steering a little bit... She does not. She rolls great. She gets an extra 10 feet of movement. They have no problem reaching this. Oh, so they go past the golden egg. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> they manage to steer and get right underneath the golden egg. You see that Newton looks like he's caught between firing the gun at Sassley or the golden egg is actually too high to reach with your hands. You need to knock it down. And oh. you can do this with a spell, or you can use your guns to do it. And uh, next turn, they're all going to use spells. But at the last second, Newton decides not to fire back at you three and, and tries to get a nice, clean victory. All right, this egg is mine. Happy Easter to me. <laughs> Fires off his uh, gun. It is, I believe the first successful gun roll that I have done this entire game, but within 18, wow. you see that Newton does manage to hit the branch of this tree and the golden egg falls directly into their boat. Ah, 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 we got it, guys, we got it! Newton, nice shot. Congratulations! Sassly, I did learn from the best. I did learn from the best. And he winks at you. Can you give us the egg? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do that. <laughs> um, so but you said you learn it from me. <laughs> it would be just fair to share it. I, you know? I hate to tell you this, but you guys need to roll your last round to make sure that you don't go backwards on your round and join the other Bear Shield team. Oh, maybe we still have a chance. <laughs> Hold that thought. All that thought. Come on, you guys gotta get on this side. So, uh, that's gonna be... Oh, so you want me to roll. <laughs> that's gonna be <laughs> Well, then it's dirt. Well, <clears throat> for me, it's a four again. Okay, that's fine. You, you only need 10 feet of movement, so 20 feet of movement is fine. Yeah, I know, I know. So, I present to you a 13. Okay, but easily with 60 feet of movement, you can glide forward. You are the second group to pass. So that means no crystal bearer point for you, but you get the special item, which means that you do get to stop by Georg Arkenal's office after class in Wolf Shield common room to go pick it up at some point. Oh, I don't want to go there. Sassley turns around and she, because she, she's still at the guns and she turns around and she's like looking for Brock Carter, who is probably... Like outside, and she's just trying. To... On the river. She bank. rolled. Oh my gosh! What did guys, you roll? What did I you roll? A natural twenty. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, you can choose exactly how you fire this gun at Brock Carter. How do you do it? She, turn, she turns around. She really aims at him. She puts up her glasses, puts them down again, and then she's like, "Hey, Brock, greeting huh? from the winners." And then she's like blasting it. She's like, yeah. <laughs> what part of the body do you hit him in? The face. <laughs> uh, he just takes it full in the face. I'll roll a constitution roll for Brock. Let's see. Uh, it's, it's a brutal, brutal hit. hit. So he rolls in nine. He, you, he literally hit him. He flies <laughs> off his feet. And he's launched 
like 20 feet like backwards <laughs> off the bank of the river and you just see him fall. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, you see that Mallory Grunsteel actually laughs a little bit. Uh, Lucian goes to help back up. Hey, you can't hit him there. That's his best feature. <laughs> and Georg Arkanal, you know, takes his little speedboat over towards you and Lilo's Bear Shield and says, Hey, great job, you guys. Great job. Excellent. Tries to high five you from his boat. Can't quite reach. Just turns it into a cool thumbs up. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, everybody uh, drive your boats over to the banks of the river and uh, we'll, we'll get this all sorted out. He motions you over and you all can, can bring your boats over to where the rest of the class is and you join them. Georg Arkanal holds up his hands. He says, great job, everybody. I think that we all learned something valuable about uh, the use of potency and how much strength it can take to really impact this world with the use of potency, whether that's in magic inflatable boat fighting or for maybe more impactful uses. So I want you all to write me a four-page essay on how you think you can best use the powers that potency grants us to impact the world. Thank you, great class. Bear Shield and Shieldless groups that won today, come by my office at some point this afternoon to pick up your special items. And I'll uh, see everybody later. Okay. And hey, Mr. Archibald. Mr. Archibald. Ar Arcanal. It's Arcanal. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that really bothers him. <laughs> it's actually our So, <laughs> um, I have a question. So, the winners, do they also have to write that essay? <laughs> the two winner boats? He gets down on one knee and uh, he takes you, you know, with one hand and one shoulder. He looks you right in the eye, chucks you on the chin and goes, the winners have to write it most of all, Sassley. <laughs> I'm glad we could have this moment. And then he goes off to pat a few losers on the back, you know, make sure some some people who fell in the water, you know, make sure they're not bruised or anything. Everyone's okay. And the class disperses. Find him super suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing suspicious, it's assigning homework. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust him. Leela's uh, bear shield, they, they come over to you and congratulate you on a, on a job well done. Hey. Uh, maybe we'll see you guys later at Georg Arkanal's uh, office. I guess we're going to head there right now. I don't know if you guys are also going to head directly there or if you have something else to do. That's fine. Well, I don't know. Leslie falls in the grass and she's like, I need a moment. Ugh. <laughs> hey, Sassley. Nice shooting out there. Always a pleasure. Next time I won't take it so easy on you. <laughs> yeah, good job, Newton. Good job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, they you can see they've kept this big golden egg as, as a trophy. They got to keep it. So they're all looking at it, and they find it really cool. Nice steering, by the way. Hey, thanks. You know, um, every, every boat needs a... I already said that. Every boat needs a good captain. I don't know. This <laughs> really keeps coming out of my mouth. And Sassley rolls her eyes. Thanks, Eric. I, I thought you also were, were a great boat captain. Uh... Ahoy. <laughs> Ahoy. <laughs> what do you guys say we go grab some food at the dining hall before we head to the office? And Tyler's like, you read my mind. And uh, they go off. They don't have a game master, so they can go to the dining hall whenever they want. And they head off <laughs> to the dining hall. <laughs> Jesper shouts, shouts after them. And if you have any problems with the golden egg, take a long bath. Take that egg with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just wanted to make that reference. Yes, very nice. Very nice. So there you are, and where are you heading next? Guys, do you know what I was wondering? Mm-hmm. Huh? And she's still laying on the grass, staring at the sky. And she's like, you know, we went all the way down in the castle. And we didn't find anything. But what I actually remember is that the ghost, you know, in the class that we did, the ghost said there's something also very high up in the castle, something below, and then there's something in the middle. So I was thinking, guys, can you can you also lay on the ground? I feel like that, that calms me down. If you think so. Sure. Going to lay next. To her. I hope I don't get any grass Everybody's lying on the ground, sun sunglasses on. Uh, <laughs> you look like three good friends. <laughs> okay, that feels better. But I, I'm I'm happy that we only look, we only look like three good friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, if there's something down in the castle that might be the altar, so that might be us, and then there's something in the middle of the castle that is the foundation stone. In Ross Ehrenmann's room. Mm-hmm. And then something high, high up in the castle. But we didn't look for that. So you think Matthias Interhauser is the third one? Something up there in the owlry, something around. Well, it is the highest point of the whole castle, isn't it? It is the highest point. And I also have the touchstone, remember? <gasps> I took it. Meldo gave it to me. So if something is like vib- vibrating, we could just check it out. So you say the best thing is to go up the tower and see if the stone is going to vibrate or not? Maybe so. What do you say, Eric? It's a good idea, especially with uh, the altar maybe being the low point and the foundation stone. But I wonder if we maybe at some point could find Mr. Paul Train again. I mean, he is a ghost. If there's something below the castle, he should be able to get there, shouldn't he? Below. Sure. He could. And maybe he could find a way for us? So you you think there's something even below the altar? Yeah, I think might be. But what do you think the ghost meant when he said something high, high up in the castle? I, I think it's... The Owlery is one of the best points we can get. I mean, it's pretty high. All right. Turning the hat a little bit to look up there. Mm-hmm. So then I would say, let's check it out, right? Yes. Okay. So the three of you head in towards the castle. You make your way back up the river, and you you know this track well, and you make it to the front of the castle, and you're going straight up to the Owlery. Is that right? The highest point, yes. Okay. You know the way. You've done it once before. You follow the signs. (laughs) You climb stairs. You go up uh, the side that you know leads to the Owlery. And it's up four floors. There's this, you know, room below, uh, which has a staircase that leads up. It's a big, wide open room. And you walk up this staircase. And everything is basically how you remember it. There are many birds up in the rafters. There are only a few owls, actually, even though it's called the Owlery. It's more carrier pigeon types. um, And there's a few ravens. And there's one eagle that's sitting on a perch. And Matthias Hinterhauser is sitting up there in his usual spot. He's got his desk and, you know, an assortment of materials and items and bags and and sacks around him. And you enter 
and you look around and as you walk into the center of the Owlry Sassly you feel a faint buzzing in your pocket as the touchstone begins to react to another touchstone being near it and what happens next you'll have to find out on the next episode of jk we're rolling (laughs) come on everybody's telling the story jk Magician Master is Michael Moore. Sassly Mary Nature Spring is Nadine Kuhn. Jasper Casper is Lucas Fisher. Eric Miller is Sebastian Kinder. Theme music by Aaron Richards, with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Our cover art is by Pascal Genet. Aha! The Thick Plotons once more. While you're wondering who the conspirators could be and what's the deal with this touchstone, make sure to let us know what you're thinking on your social media of choice. I can recommend finding us on Instagram at jk.weird.rolling, but find us on Facebook and Twitter as well. We'd love to hear from you. You can also tell us how you feel with a review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews are always much, much, much appreciated. Now, we released episode 3 and the final volume, uh, for now, of JK, it's D&D. This week, it was a really incredible, really huge episode, and I'm so happy with how it turned out. Now, that is available only to patrons at every level on our Patreon. Speaking of patrons, when you join up, you get a shout-out here on the show. And we have some new students of magic in the family this week. Coincidentally, I think Sassly wanted to shout out some folks from the Pixie Shire. Sassly? Oh yeah, I'd like to say hey to a few Shire elves I've had on my mind lately. Thanks for the support, Pixie folks. You're so great. For example, Jacqueline Vogel, voice director of our local Pixie Elf Glee Club, the Shire Choir. Jacqueline, I hope you're keeping the baritones in line. She's probably lost without my beautiful singing voice. Oh, and Mika. Just Mika. Mika is our town squirrel whisperer. You know, squirrels forget where they bury their nuts before winter, so Mika helps them remember. As a reward, we always have extra nuts for winter and spring. Everyone's a winner when Mika's around. What an interesting social circle you have there, Sass. And well, that'd be it for today, folks. So until next time, keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready. Michael. Yeah. Can you just say one more time what the game is what the game is called that we are playing? Floaty Bodhi Dompfkampf. <laughs> okay, okay, you did it. You made it into the post-credit scene. Yes. I just love that I thought, oh, he's so smart. He just wants to write it Me down. Too. So you're like, can you repeat it? And I was like getting out my pen because I was like, oh yeah, you should write it down too. And then you do this. And I immediately closed my pen again and I just laugh. <laughs> Uh, some people will do anything for a minute of fame. Okay. Here we go. <laughs>